Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Dr. Ken Wyant from Tennessee Tech University. And uh, Ken is uh, sitting in with me. And we're, I'm going to start out by thanking a guy named, I, I don't know, Brad Paisley, for a quote that he gave, um, which I've now seen a few times. And it came to me by email from a friend. And it says, tomorrow, it's the first blank page of your 365-page book, so write a good one. And I, that struck me because I've, I'm on my 10th book right now, and, and it is commonly reported in the publishing world that I've heard that more than 80% of all people in the United States believe that they have a book in them. And so as we begin the new year, maybe you are going to write a book um, and, and maybe you're not, or maybe you do every day and don't know it. So keep aware of the fact that books don't write themselves. And so that's one point. Two is that if you have a resolution, New Year's resolution, to write a book or even a seven words or less billboard, it will never happen without a plan, a plan of some kind. And that thirdly, no plan book writing, business sales and development, professional practice growth, all of those and more work without all five of the five criteria. And I'm going to ask uh, uh, Ken to highlight some of these five, and I'll chime in as we go. But um, there are five steps to goal setting that those who have been very successful with goals seem to follow the most. And I, I have some comments about these. So, Ken, maybe can you start us out? Goal setting is something that all of us do as part of our life. And one of the uh, areas that I teach in goal setting has to do with students trying to simply plan for their degree. They know that they're wanting to get their bachelor's degree. And they know they've got to do a lot of coursework and a lot of work to get there. But to help them come up with that plan to get their degree and how long it will take. And so one item is to be realistic in how long it will take to get their degree. Uh, a degree uh, taking uh, a half, uh, going half time does not get you your university degree in that four-year standard cycle. Right. So you need to uh, to look at that. And and. and with that, and I'll, I'll stick with their, their planning because I, I do, and I'm going to go back to your number five to start. Uh, their planning is not just keeping it in their head. It's to sit down and write it. We get involved with advising our students every semester to help make sure they're on the right track to getting that goal of that degree. And many times uh, they're trying to do it just from thinking about it and keeping it in their head. And, and it's, Many challenges await when you don't sit down and write out your plan. They need to be specific. They need to get down to the detail of what steps they're going to take to get there. Uh, and I make sure that they do it in pencil. Or pen. <laughs> I, uh, or pen. Uh, now, I ask my students to, to schedule or to plan their degree program out in pencil because it will change. It does right. need to be flexible. Something is likely to happen to cause them to have to change it. Well, and, and, and by the way, I, I mean, I want to just mention here that there is a, a, a 
physiological response in in when you handwrite something versus enter it in the keyboard. And and the response is that as you send this message from your brain through your neck and shoulder and arm and wrist and hand and into a pen and into the ink and onto the paper, it is a way of uh, establishing a personal commitment. And it's a more genuine commitment than you would get punching something into a keyboard and then walking away from it. There, there's some. I'm not quite sure how that all works, but I've been reassured by a number of scientific people in, in uh, who are specialists in that field that that is in fact uh, uh, what happens is, and that you do form a more individual and personal commitment when you, when you actually go through that process. So, in in uh, my 29 or 30 years of t- of teaching, I found that students taking notes with pen and paper or pencil and paper are as effective, if not more effective, in their learning of the subject. And what are we doing? And using just a computer to type out notes. And I'm hearing that there are schools now that no longer teach handwriting. Is that is that something that I'm imagining? Or? Writing is no longer taught in our So in where are we headed as, with all as this? As I understand it. Uh, I, I've watched lately kids writing like this. I mean, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't even have a sense of how to hold a pen or pencil with it and, and make it easy. It's, and, uh, it's funny. But there is something, if I want to learn something, I do pull out paper yeah. and write it. Right. And I've spent four years of my career as director of our technology institute at T- Tennessee Tech, which is to look at new technologies and their applications in the in the academic environment, in, in the instructional environment. And I find that they are valuable in convenience and, and add dimension to what we want to accomplish. But in pure learning capability, there's nothing that has surpassed the old-fashioned pencil and paper. You're right. Um, and, and, of course, what you write, is is really what it's all about. So that uh, when you come back to planning, and you mentioned um, realistic, you know, we got to be realistic and flexible and specific and have due dates on all of these things that we write. Um, and and I don't see exceptions to that. I see ways of interpreting those. You know, so I I haven't heard of a sixth something that goes in here or uh, any of these not being appropriate. So what I've, what I do think though, is that we each have our own ways of, uh, of executing plans. And so in this case, um, when we say realistic, if I can take it back to the book idea, um, you, you cannot plan to write a bestseller. (laughs) It would be nice, you know, or to, that it's going to become a movie. Well, that would be nice too. Um, and you can't price your book at one hundred and thirty nine ninety five, and then think you're going to make money from enough sales to retire the rest of your life and travel the Mediterranean. Um, you cannot plan to write exactly uh, X number of pages or or whatever in your business or professional practice or your book. Your plan must fit the reality of what you are truly capable of doing, not what you dream of doing. It is not a wish. It is an approach to taking action. And we're going to take a break here, and I'm going to ask you to stay with us and come back so we can hear the other points and and Ken's comments as well on these um, as we move forward. So don't go away. 
Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Ken Wyatt. Dr. Wyatt is here um, uh, serving as my uh, co-host, so to speak, today. And we, and, uh, we are talking about goal setting and the ingredients in having effective goals, goals that really work, goals that are realistic and specific and flexible Flexible is a key ingredient. Most people don't think that goals should be flexible. Oh, you can't move the goalpost. Well, you have to do that uh, when you are running a business because nothing is in concrete. Um, and the goals must have due dates. And, well, what about that? You can't be flexible with a due date. Yes, you can. Um, and I've seen lots of businesses be very successful by moving due dates when they get to a point of realizing they're not going to make the goal that they started with. And so it's time to be realistic. Can you have, well, it sounds like you're saying, write it down, read it, yeah, review it and rewrite it. Yeah. As you realize that your first goal, your first draft is a bit out there and maybe not be as, yeah. as realistic. See, if as I had a want. bell, I would ring it. That's exactly right. And, <laughs> and also have you broken it and in, in is it specific enough, as you uh, mentioned, uh, being specific? Have you brokered it into pieces that you know that you can accomplish? Right. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, earlier you had mentioned to clean the house versus to uh, wash the dishes as part of cleaning the house. And I find I do that all the time is I'll write down a major goal and I'll realize, whoa, there are a lot of steps here. So I'll rewrite it with bullets of pieces of yep what I need to accomplish, it does two things. It helps guide me, and two, it helps make me feel like I have been successful in moving toward the larger goal because something's likely to happen during the day right. that I will not complete that major division of our goal. I'm thinking back to the the first real major job that I had. I've, I mean, I worked, I've worked full-time since I was 14, <laughs> so... Uh, I've had a lot of jobs, and um, and that's okay because it uh, gave me a mindset that works. But in the case of what you're talking about, my first job in the, the big time was in Madison Avenue Advertising Agency and one of the top ten in the world and all that sort of thing. And, and the training they put me through the week that I got started was they had me make a list out of what my goals would be for the client for the week. And then they had me break that down into daily goals and how that would work. And, and, I, and they required that I had a whole yellow page list of things that I had to really spend hours at this um, and, and nothing else would be acceptable if I wanted to stay there. <laughs> that, that was very disciplined. Um, so I didn't quite get it. And then they gave me examples, you know, and the examples were to um, – to not say uh, um, to put together an advertising campaign for a client. It was to start out with finding out exactly what the client thought would be the best way to represent their company in seven words or less. Uh, find out if they could um, use different colors besides the ones that they're using. Find out what the legal team of the client's company would think about using this word or that word. And this list was a monster list. And so we had to do this every single night before we go home. And from five o'clock until whenever it took, we had to make these lists for the next day 
because every day it would change because go and ask the lawyer about what word to use and they would say, well, you can't do that. You have to do this. And so that would change everything around. And so each item got changed in the course of a day and had to be redone each day. And then we would meet once a week to review the progress of these individual daily pages of lists that we crossed out as we went through them. As we got something done, we cross it out. And then what was left at the end of the day would get transplanted onto the next day's page and we'd start writing it all over again. So it incorporates all five items in your daily planning, yeah, yes. realistic, specific, flexible due date in writing. And it's it shows that you're going to set up a plan, begin execution, and then rewrite it as you need to change. It works. Uh, and as you accomplish things. Yeah. And these are and the specific side is you are writing it in in terms of not the big goal but the building blocks toward the goal, and you need right. to break the line items down into the building blocks that you can accomplish, so that they are realistic. While you might have a an ambitious overall goal, ambitious can still be realistic. It can, can be on the edge of realistic, right. but you have to break it down into steps that's, that are realistic in getting there. Well, and, and in the process, of course, a whole lot of other things would come into play because I didn't know how to go to the client's legal team. I didn't know where, the, where they were located. I didn't know who to talk to there. I had to figure all this out. And that was just one tiny item on a monster list of like 50 things to do each day. So it was the challenge was in figuring out the dynamics of how to pull that all together and make my list get done. You know, I had to really struggle with asking people questions and finding out how to go, what floor was this on and what building was that in and, you know, that sort of thing. So One thing to, to manage ourselves is as you get into writing a, a plan and getting it so specific that you have all of these tasks to do, it can – begin to be feel overwhelming. Yes. And when you put a due date, you might initially say, "Is can I get there? It is so ambitious. Right. So you need to start acting on it and seeing if you are making progress. And so while you may still want to keep them realistic but ambitious as you move in that direction, and then you can revise as you are or aren't making your individual due dates or your uh, – your goal points. Yeah. And I think going back to, as you said, the, the clean the house example that we've talked about, um, if you break that down into all the different tasks that you want to accomplish in a day, instead of just clean the house um, or paint the Brooklyn bridge, as the case may be, uh, you kind of have to break it up into sections and, and what's most important, what's second most important, what can you live with for another day or week or month or year or whatever. Uh, and, and when you start to break these things out, it, you also get a different sense of timing and, and what you can or cannot do. We're going to uh, take a break here, and we're going to be right back with you. And don't go away because we've got to find out the rest of how to make your goals work. Stay tuned. Thank you for coming back, and welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal uh, and Ken are both here. We're finishing up the subject today of, of goal setting and uh, you know, fitting in the scheme of January and trying to get people focused on what works as opposed to guessing and dreaming and things that really uh, are not practical or realistic. So 
Uh, the steps there that we've been mentioning that your plan must be in writing, you have to plan it. You can't just wish it, you know. Um, wishes are very nice, but they don't get things done. So you have to put it in writing. You have to have a due date attached to it. It has to be flexible. Um, nothing's in concrete. Goals are made to be changed and fit the changing reality of circumstances. Uh, a plan is meant to be edited and changed according to what's going on in life. Um, you can always keep the target and change the dates or the methods or whatever you use to take the steps to get there. You can even re move the target. It's okay. It's allowed. It, this is your business. This is your professional practice. Um, don't allow uh, the work days to get in the way of where you're moving forward. Make each day count in terms of using that time to get there. The plan must be specific and realistic, as we've talked about, uh, not a wish list. So um, Ken had a couple of thoughts here, I think, that we, we've been sharing, and uh, maybe you can jump in here with a... I look at this, and I see, uh, I see my students every day needing to plan for their degree, and all of these aspects are part of it. Sometimes I take it and say, be specific, but be simple. Draw four squares on a piece of paper and let each one be a semester and start putting your classes in. Now, like I said, I put them and have them do it in pencil because it needs to be flexible. A class may not get offered when so, they So, excuse me, so an eraser is important. An eraser <laughs> is an important part when you're changing small things. Um, with pen, you just line it just through it. it out, right. <laughs> but that four square gives them a big picture, but yes. then they break it into smaller pieces. And I think that's part of what we're looking at. And then you can go to the big business existing businesses, they provide guidance for uh, the market with their plans on number of units they expect to sell in a quarter, sales in a quarter. And when things don't work, they revise those estimates so that they give that new guidance that lets us know that they're working from a new is that, is that hypothetical or do, the, do these companies sometimes just turn around and start firing people or admonishing people or not giving raises or cutting vacations or well, all of the above happens? Yeah. See, so, yeah. the, so that's what, but we're talking about entrepreneurs really yeah. here. And so there's a different kind of mindset. I'm sure that that would occur to some of you who might be listening, but the point is that we're talking about people. Uh, we, we think that you are um, a, an entrepreneur of sorts and so you're starting a business or you're trying to make a business go or resurrect a business or revitalize a business. Um, and so these are all points to keep in mind as you go forward. And it, it is not, um, it's not the same as a big fortune 500 company. We don't think if you're, if you're a fortune 500 guy listening to the show, call me, will you? Because I, <laughs> I can help you with some training. But in the meantime, we're, we're really talking to, the guy who's uh, up in his garage on a gravel road making uh, products every day and, and selling three or four of them. Um, we're, we're talking about somebody who's been dreaming about starting a retail business and has all the pieces that they're putting together. Uh, we're talking about a physician who has uh, just started out and can't decide whether to sell a practice to uh, a uh, area hospital or keep it and be independent. Uh, we're talking about uh, – uh, lawyers who get started and are not quite sure how to go out and drum up uh, clients and, and that sort of thing. And, and as you develop your plan and put it in writing and, 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 and 
continue with these steps, you're going to highlight areas that you need to learn. You're going to get an item of things that you need to accomplish, but you haven't done before and you're not sure how to do, right. which makes it even more important to have in the plan and to then spend time on how do I address this part of it. It could be a legal aspect of, of um, your business form. It could be uh, how do you accomplish the next goal and are there legal aspects, are there accounting aspects, are there uh, marketing aspects that you haven't done before? And by developing your plan, you're going to be able to look at where you need to be learning. And one dimension of your plan is to get the knowledge that you need and the, the advice you need in order to make that one happen. Because that might be what's holding you back from getting your your, your right. goal done. And I, and I heard you mention a word there that I forgot to mention earlier because it's an important one. You said highlighting. And, and what I've found in that the first description I gave you of my first experience in list making and goal setting and all that with a big company, um, we, were, we were told to not ever cross out something as we got it done, but to put a highlight through it, uh, yellow, green, whatever, whatever color you struck your fancy, um, and, and to put a highlight through it so that as we took that piece of paper, which was always dated in the top corner, by the way, and that's something else I forgot to mention. You date it in the top corner. You make your list. As you go through the list, you highlight out what you get done so that a week, a month, uh, six months, a year from now, you could look back at the date and see what it was that you got done on a certain day without having to try to figure it out from uh, crossing it out or, or from throwing the page away, you know? So I, you know, if it's, you might want to throw it away if it's a clean the house list, <laughs> but, but if you're, uh, if it's a business development list, you want to see what you've done. It's almost like a little diary there keeping track of things. So, um, we're going to, we're going to wrap up. Ken, do you have any last comments here before you we go? I, I think that, um, while we've got five, um, dimensions, of developing or of planning, those are just five dimensions. They're not, uh, it's not a formula. It's a, it's a guide to, a, to putting your plan together right? and making sure you keep these aspects in mind as you get this, uh, get your plan together for the day, for the year, for the career, for your business. Um, and maybe all of those are sub plans to your uh, overall okay. life the, plan. Yeah. And so those, once again, before we close the, those steps are the plan that you have must be realistic, specific, flexible, have a due date and put it in writing. And we would love to see examples of that. If you want to send us a, uh, an email, hal at businessworks.us. Um, and, uh, uh, Dr. Wyant and I will be happy to go through that and, um, give you some comments either on the air or personally anytime. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day and a great week ahead.